0: here we are again on the Sunday frog box. Good evening to you i 'm um, <clears throat> giving Annabelle the evening off tonight because she uh, 's had a busy day rehearsing for her school production of school of rock so instead i 've dragged my mum in with me. Joyce is here hello
1: hello everybody.
0: The main downside of having mum in the uh, in the studio with me means that my audience has been reduced by fifty percent uh, <laughs> roughly. But uh, we'll have some chat later and we'll talk about some stuff. Uh, obviously a very different perspective on the world from my 14-year-old daughter. But uh, we'll have a chat with her later. Okay, well, we've got lots of stuff going on tonight. It's going to be some orchestral stuff tonight. That wasn't planned like most things on here. It just seemed to happen. But uh, we're going to start off with, I don't know if you listened last week, but uh, I, I tried to play you a song that vanished completely from my computer. I don't know if you, if you heard that Mom, it was the uh, Mini Cooper song I was going to play, but uh, it it disappeared <clears throat> from my computer. But I have found it again. Fear not. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play for you this song now. It's from a Bollywood movie, a 2016 Bollywood movie called Nikazilda, and here is Ami Zirk, the star of that movie, with the song Mini Cooper.
2: मन खिलेगा, ओ कर दूँगा सब पूरी याँ, नी de am <tose>
0: Amy Zirk with the song Mini Cooper from uh, Zildo. I hope I said that correctly. What do you think of that? I liked it. It's quite it, perky. It gave me it? the chance I to can do a see few you doing, hand the, movements. doing the old <laughs> screwing in the light bulbs there, <laughs> yes. uh, getting your Bollywood on. Well, you know, you'll be interested though. That I've I've taken the trouble to find a translation. Oh, brilliant! So you know what you're listening to, and uh, what he said was, "You will be bowing your head in front of the god, thanking him that you found a man like me." <laughs> Since fate brought us together, you are also happy now. I will fulfil all seven demands that you have. Only seven? (laughs) I will buy you a Mini Cooper, in which you will sit and travel around. In which you will sit and travel around. You will fit well in my family. You can help my mother with household chores. And become Sardani of Sardar. This young Zildar is in love with you. Young man is as pure as 24 carat gold. What are you worried about? I will buy you a Mini Cooper, in which you will sit... And travel around.
1: Mm, I don't think I'll marry him.
0: Well, he wasn't singing to you. To be fair, (laughs) he's singing to some uh, in someone perhaps a little less mature. A lot uh, younger. I mean, mean, the question that springs to mind is: What were the other six demands?
1: Yeah, exactly. I'd like to uh, know know, what they were. Do you
0: think they're positioning themselves for a sequel? Maybe. Mm, Possibly. Okay. Well, uh, we're back with a contest. We've got a, a famous parent and child contest back again. This week, it's a. It's a father and son. Uh, so here's the f- father.
3: Well, my kids were wonderful. I mean,
0: just give you a little bit there. Well, my kids were wonderful. And uh, this is the son.
4: Um, my mother went into labour. Hmm. Um, my mother went into labour.
0: Perhaps I should give you a little bit more than that. I think I
3: should. Here we are. I'll play the whole the whole clip. Well, my kids were wonderful. I mean, uh, my daughters live in France. And that's the father and the son
4: um, my mother went into labour actually whilst she was working for my father
0: any ideas you're looking puzzled Mom.
4: I'm very puzzled
0: well it's a, it's a famous father and a famous son as usual in this contest they are both they both have the same job and uh, we'll come back to that later if you wish to enter that fabulous contest or just contact us for any reason please uh, contact us on the facebook page Sunday Frog Books. Or you can email the studio, studio at uk. You can text at 11 Start your text with FXR, that'll come through to us. Or you can... No, don't bother with Twitter, because I haven't bothered to open it up, so I won't see it if you do Twitter. Uh, but I know you won't anyway. But probably if you want to get through to it quickly, you can chat to me on the Facebook page, Sunday Frogbox. Please join in and give us some confidence that we aren't just talking to ourselves. All right, well, have you heard, Mother Dear, of a group called Postmodern Jukebox? No. Okay, then. Well, you're going to hear something you haven't heard before. What they do, they are a group who take um, songs, well-known songs, popular songs, and they do their own version of them, usually in a sort of... 30s jazz style or a 60s style. Oh, it sounds um, good. Mostly, sort of a sort of beboppy, jazzy style. And are you familiar with uh, Bon Jovi's hit "Living on a Prayer"?
1: Well, I've heard of Bon Jovi and I've heard of "Living on a Prayer," but I couldn't tell you how it goes. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, well, how it doesn't quite go is the way postmodern jukebox did it. So we're going to play that for you now. Postmodern jukebox's version of "Living on a Prayer." Postman Jukebox is brainchild of a guy called Scott Bradley. I like that. Yeah, he's lots of musicians and uh, he gets different singers in, like whoever happens to be in town. Thinks, well, they might it's an, work it's a
1: nice, easy rhythm.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it, uh, you know it's recognisable from the yeah. original, but uh, you could hear what he was singing about I'm pretty, too. Pretty she she. I'm pretty sure that you you would probably prefer that to the uh, to the original version, which is a bit noisier. Well, let's make a noise. Let's make a noise with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra, shall we? Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy from—I uh, don't know whether you know anyone from the English National Opera. There's a chap called Stephen Gad. Well, I used mm-hmm. to, but not these days. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, um, we're going to play something because you—I should—we should explain that uh, my mum has a, a background in music, don't you? You I do indeed. Trained musician. Where did you uh, train?
1: Royal Academy of Music, where I took the opera course.
0: Uh-huh, you see, she you knows proper, <laughs> proper opera, proper opera, proper <laughs> opera. Well, this is where we're going to play some punk for you. Um, But we're going to play... uh, It is absolutely brand new. This is Anarchy Arias. It's a new album that's coming out with some very well-known top punk tracks from the late 70s, done by the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra of the English National Opera. And this is very exciting. Uh, Well, I find it exciting, because I like the orchestral sound and I like the, the original track. So we're going to play from that album, Anarchy Arias, Babylon's Burning.
5: You're burning the street, you're burning your houses with anxiety. With anxiety, Babylon's burning, Babylon's burning with anxiety. Babylon's burning. burning you're burning the street you're burning the ghetto with anxiety with anxiety Babylon's burning Babylon's burning with anxiety Babylon's burning Babylon's burning Babylon's burning baby you see? Babylon is burning with anxiety you burn as you work, you burn as you play. Each one of you is smouldering with ignorance and hate. With anxiety. Babylon's burning, Babylon's burning.
0: Ooh, how exciting! How exciting! Uh, yeah, well, I mean that's that's uh, that's brand new, just out at the moment. Uh, it's worth uh, worth checking. I think enjoy stuff like that. Okay, well, uh, Richard's delicious listening. A friend of the show, Richard. He's uh, he just he knew that was Anikiarias. He's listened to it already. Good, typical, typical, typical. He's on the case. He's almost like he's stalking me. It's <laughs> like he's just looking over my shoulder. Annabelle's listening. Hello, Annabelle. OK, well, um, we've got time for one more before the, uh, for the adverts. So we're going to go into the world of English folk music. Are you going to play some Steel Ice Band? You said you like Steel Ice Band, didn't you? I do, yes. So how many Steel Ice Band songs can you name?
1: I probably couldn't name
0: any. <laughs> but okay, I, can,
1: well. I can remember hearing them.
0: Have you heard this one before? Hard I'm not t- sure. Hard probably. Times of Old England.
1: I'll tell you when I hear it. This is from the,
0: the sort of classic <laughs> period, around about the same time as um, all, around, all Around My Hat. I remember that one. This is one <laughs> <their> most famous <laughs> number. This is uh, Steel Iceman, Hard Times of Old England, quite appropriate perhaps for today.
3: Music. There will
0: indeed be much more music. So, uh, before we play much more music, let's have the, the voices
3: again. Well, my kids were wonderful. I mean, uh, my daughters live in France.
4: Um, my mother went into labour actually while she was working for my father.
0: So, they were a famous father and son, both in the same job. Who are they? Who are they? Mum still doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we had some, uh, some English folk rock from Steel Ice Band. We'll keep the English th- folk theme going now. It's time for A Cappella Corner, which means I must play this jingle. And uh, this time it's not from a vocal group, but bizarrely and perversely you might say, from the Ukulele Orchestra of Great Britain who are a ukulele orchestra, very good, went to see them at the Regent not so long ago, really enjoyed that, thoroughly really enjoyed that. So did Annabelle, uh, he's a keen ukulele player. Um, but they do also, uh, in the middle of their set, they do this one sort of unaccompanied uh, English folk treatment of a famous rock song, Pinball Wizard, yeah, which I... From Tommy, wasn't From it? Tommy the Musical, well done, and what was the band?
1: Um, can't remember. The Who. Oh yes, that's it. <laughs>
0: Um, so, this is the Ukulele Orchestra of Great Britain without a ukulele in sight, with their version of Pinball Wizard. Ball.
6: Since I was a young boy I played the silver ball From Soho down to Brighton I must have played them all But I ain't seen nothing like him in any amusement hall That deaf and dumb and kid Sure plays a mean pinball oh, 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 oh. He stands oh, like a statue, becomes oh, part of the machine Feeling oh, oh, all the bumpers, oh, oh, always playing clean oh, oh. He plays my intuition, the digit counters ball, the deaf one down the blind Sure plays a mean pinball. the pinball? Sure plays a mean pinball. What the He's a pinball
7: wizard. There has to be a twist. A pinball wizard's got.
6: How do you think he does it? We don't know. What makes him so good? We don't care. He ain't got no distractions, can't hear no pills and bells. Don't see no lights a-flashing, he plays by a sense of smell. He always gets a replay, I've never seen him fall. That deaf and blanket, sure plays a mean ball. To be a twist. hey, a pinball wrist, has got such a supple wrist. Tell us about the way he does it all. How do you think that he does it? We Whist. don't know. Oh, Who makes him so good? Shut up in your face! Even on oh, my favorite oh, table, oh, he can beat my best. His oh, disciples oh, lead him oh, in, oh, and he oh, just does the rest. He's got crazy flippin' fingers. I've never seen him fall. That deaf, dumb, and blind kid sure plays plays a mean mean pinball. Sure plays a mean mean pinball.
8: I feel like I'm in jail And my music bores me once again And I've been on the pinball And I no longer know it all they say that you never know when you're insane Got fleas in the bedroom Got flies in the bathroom And the cat just finished off the bread So I walk over Soho, and I read about Monroe, and I wonder, was she really what they said? Got a call from a good friend, come on down for the weekend, didn't know if I could spare the time. I knew a woman who was crazy, about a boy who was lazy, but it didn't work out, cause they just couldn't make it right. Hey Jude, you were alright, I could have grooved with you all night, but you turned your back on. Thank
0: So that was Pinball by Brian Prothero. Before that, we heard Pinball Wizard, by the ukulele orchestra of Great Britain. Have you heard that uh, Brian Prothero song before? No, I haven't.
1: It's well, quite, I quite liked it. What
0: year do you think it might be from? I really don't know. Have do a guess.
1: No, can't guess.
0: Well, um, I think it was 1971. Oh. And I just, I don't know how I came across it. Someone had it on a single, and somehow I got hold of the single. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I just always liked it. It's one of those songs that kind of sort of inveigles its way into your, into your head. So. Yes, you find yourself singing yeah. it later. <laughs> it's kind of, it, it conjures a sort of I mean, sleazy kind of mm. bed set existence, reminds me of With Nail and I. Anyway, that was that. So we've come to that time dear listeners (laughs) we normally have music that annabelle thinks you should listen to well this time because we haven't got annabelle we've got my mother joyce instead we've got music joyce thinks you should listen to um now obviously now being a a a more mature person you've had more (laughs) years to acquire lots of different things and you suggested loads of things to me but we've narrowed it down so what have have we picked well um
1: I, although I've got a classical background, I've been involved very much with the musical theatre, and of course, one of the the best writers of musicals was Richard Rodgers, mm-hmm. and um, he obviously wrote with Oscar Hammerstein loads of musicals. The best first one of them was Oklahoma, yeah. was Carousel, South Pacific, Sound of Music, and The King and I. These are all but I consider a few. them
0: the classics. I that's right.
1: The uh, but they wrote wrote eleven musicals together, you know. But people don't realize that before he was collaborating with Hammerstein. Um, from 1919, when he met Lawrence Hart at uh, his college, yes. they collaborated and actually wrote 28 musicals and about 500 songs together.
0: Well, I mean, i heard of Rodgers and Hart, but uh, yes. I'd be hard pressed to name any of their well
1: absolutely actually when you look at it though they it's enormous and a lot of the songs which are now standards have come from them mm. their first broadway success was garrett gaieties in 1925 and i've chosen to play one from that okay uh, which is actually sung by El- the lovely ella fitzgerald nice. and it's uh, manhattan
0: all right well let's have a listen to that
9: Summer journeys to Niagara and to other places, aggravate all our cares, we'll save our fares. I've a cozy little flat in what is known as Old Manhattan, we'll settle down, Right. Bronx and Staten Island too It's lovely going through The zoo It's very fancy On old Delancey Street you know The subway charms us so when balmy breezes blow to and fro And tell me what street compares with Mott Street in July Sweet push carts gently glide Ding, The great big city's a wondrous toy Just made for a girl and boy Turn Manhattan into an isle of joy. We'll go to Yonkers, where true love conquers in the wilds and starve together, dear in child. We'll go to Coney. And eat baloney on a roll. In Central Park we'll stroll, where our first kiss we stole, soul to soul. And my fair lady is a terrific show, they say. We both may see it close someday. The city's glamour can never spoil The dreams of a boy and girl We'll turn Manhattan into an isle of joy
0: Hello Fitzgerald singing Manhattan by Rogers Not. Thank Very you nice. for that, I enjoyed oh, that's it. That's nice, that's nice. Mm. So uh, isn't there at the moment there's sort of a, sort of a resurgence of interest in... Old musicals.
1: Well, I think so because I don't think they ever. I mean, the Sound of Music comes up every Christmas, anyway, doesn't it? And that, that whole
0: it <laughs> does, but that whole period. There's like there's shows like The Jersey Boys oh, and yes. uh, other stuff. It's all retro, is cool. Absolutely. And there's so much uh, so much good music there to be d- discovered, yes. isn't it? Yes. So you've uh, you've had tell us about your. Uh, Your association with musical theatre then?
1: Well, I started off, obviously, as an amateur, like everybody does, and did an enormous amount of work um, down in Romford, in Essex. Mm -hmm. Um, But eventually, after I'd been to the Royal Academy of Music and learned how to do it properly, um, I did eventually end up um, in Me and My Girl in Mm -hmm. the West End, which is another absolutely lovely show. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, how long did you do that for?
1: I was seven years in Me and My Girl. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: And then you went on tour with it, didn't you?
1: I uh, went on, just did one one year of the mm. tour on it. Mm. I did it also at Westcliff. Um, they did it at the Palace Theatre at Westcliff, and I was invited down there to play the Duchess. Um, yes. That was a five week, five and a half week run.
0: Very good. I saw mm. it, I was impressed. So. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but before all that, I mean, you sort of lost over the amateur years really but you, you, you for a very long time you were a musical director of an operatic society
1: oh yes absolutely you um, were in it as well
0: I was in it I don't <laughs> know why <laughs> I never sang very operatically but, uh, I took
1: them to Germany as well we did some yeah. concerts in Germany
0: that was exciting because that was before listeners that was the 20th century before the wall came down yes we went through East Germany, didn't we, to get to we West did, Berlin? And that was
1: a bit frightening, wasn't it? <laughs> and in the distance, we could see all the lights of the crossing. And we got out of the car and practically fell over because we were so stiff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, but Ber- uh, West Berlin was absolutely wonderful.
0: Hmm. Interesting life. We could talk to my mum all night, probably, about her interesting life. Although uh, uh, you yourself are uh, are a very good singer, I have to say. Uh, and you were, you were, didn't I spoil your life by being born at the wrong time? Because <laughs> well, you, yes, you were going I, to be I've, a professional singer. I've right?
1: never really, well, I was a professional singer then, mm, um, mm. But I decided I didn't want to be an absentee mum, mm. um, and I've never regretted I've that. I've
0: never recovered from the guilt of it. Really.
1: <laughs> Rubbish. No, I, I've never regretted that.
0: So you got to sing Because a... I, then
1: I went back, I, I went into other things, and I went into mm. being a teacher and a headmistress, mm. and it wasn't until much later that I went back into the musical theatre again, which was when I ended up in Me and My Girl. At the ripe old age of fifty-one,
0: <laughs> but right at the start, you did—you uh, just did sing on the on the radio, didn't you?
1: Oh yes, I did. I I sang on the radio with uh, Vic Oliver. Those older people who listen to this program might remember Vic Oliver, um, and I I uh, sang an opera, uh, one of Tchaikovsky's opera arias, um, on his program. Yes,
0: interesting that because. I've got that right here, and uh, we're (laughs) going to play it now. Oh, no. Yes, yes. Excuse the quality and the old recording, but this is Joyce Blaine, as she was then, singing Tchaikovsky's Adieu Forêt. was the young Joyce singing Adieu for my Tchaikovsky on the radio, which I thought was pretty amazing.
1: Well, you heard it because at that time I was five months pregnant with you, dear. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I mean, I, could, I wish I could sing like that. Um, well, obviously not quite like that because that was mezzo-soprano. When you mezzo so soprano, you? yeah, that's what they introduced you as. Anyway. Yes. So I thought that's fabulous. Love that. And I'm so sorry I spoiled your promising operatic career. There we are. (laughs) You've been
4: worth it. Okay, thank you. Felix Stowe Radio, 107.5 FM.
0: All right, well, it's time for some rock now, sort of. Um, A couple of weeks ago, I don't know if you were listening, whether you remember this group called uh, Heimat Damish. The uh, a German polka band. Yeah. We played the German language version of uh, Lady Gaga's Poker Face. Yes. Well, I like them so much that they're back. And uh, good. Sehr gut. Sehr good, they're good. <laughs> And this time with Highway to Hell, an English-sung version of the well-known, although I'm sure you've never heard of it, Highway to Hell, an anthem by ACDC. Have you heard of them?
1: I've heard of ACDC and I've heard of Highway to Hell.
0: Okay, well, that's possibly their most famous number. And this is what happens when a German poker band get a hold of it.
10: Living easy, loving free The season ticket on a one-way ride Asking nothing, leave me be Taking everything and in my stride Don't need reason, don't need rhyme Ain't nothing that I'd rather do Going down, party time My friends are gonna be there too I'm on the highway to hell
0: Your steins. I enjoyed that. That's fun, I enjoyed that as well. Now, memories a strange thing, isn't it? And You sometimes remember things from your youth and you're not sure that they actually happen. You find you're the only person who remembers something. Yes. That happens a lot to me. You think, my just, youth was a lot longer ago well, than yours. It was, <laughs> yes. But you just get blank looks from people. I've got no idea. Well, I had in my mind a memory of a, of a strange children's programme about Auntie Jack. Really? And all I could remember about Auntie Jack was it was clearly a man, uh, a very large man with a beard, <laughs> in, a, in a frock who rode a motorbike. And I, I couldn't remember anything else about it. Um, this might be the product of my fevered imagination, but did some research. It was indeed a thing. It was an Australian show, which possibly explains it. Uh, and <laughs> I, 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 I don't really know what Auntie Jack got up to. I think it was kind of a spoof kids program that sort of subversive thing but i've acquired uh, to play for our listening pleasure the uh, the <laughs> the song that, that came at the end of the show farewell auntie jack so we'll play that very much it is australian and given that this was like very early 70s um i, I don't know he uses the word bloody in it oh, uh, but in an australian sort of way probably mm. in in, in British, in British uh, society at that time it would have been terribly rude but probably not so much in America uh, well, Australia, Australia yeah. so I'm going to play the Farewell Auntie Jack song very strange this is from um, Graham Bond and Rory O'Donohue.
7: Jack, We know you'll be back Though you're ten feet tall You don't scare us at all You're big, bold and tough But you're not so rough There's a scream as you plummet
3: away Hello, me little lovelies So remember,
5: you better listen to this song real close i'll tell you what if you don't i'm gonna jump through your speakers and rip your bloody arms off
3: and i will too don't forget it especially you stupid she rides
7: a black
3: bike i do and
8: drives through the night right she's Round and fat
7: But don't dare tell her
8: that
5: well
7: cuz she turns so mean. Her glance starts to green And she screams as she planets
3: Goodbye, me little lovely
7: Oh, we really, really love you And we think the world about you won't you please come back to our house please come back dear auntie Jack now you've gone away and left me Auntie Jack please don't forget me just remember I'll be waiting at the gates dear Auntie Jack yes I think I must be dreaming I can't hear your bike screaming and I know you're coming near me now you're back, dear Auntie Jack Oh
0: Oh, I'm going to fade Auntie Jack because I think we've got the idea. Yeah, I don't remember that. I, I, does anyone else please help me? Out, does anyone else remember the Auntie Jack show? I I, I don't even know. If, it must have been available on British TV because I remember seeing it, but uh, I don't know. It must
1: I'm, have been when I wasn't super. It's very confu- confusing
0: because <laughs> I think I, I don't think it would. I don't think it would have been suitable. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe I heard it in a clip on another show. I don't know. But uh, does anyone else remember Auntie Jack? Has anyone else got any traumatised stories to tell about that? Alright, well, uh, I'm going to play a request for Julie, my wife, who I hope is listening. She's probably asleep, actually. Probably sleep a Sunday evening. Not listening. Pretending to listen. I'm going to play uh, one of the... Again, she's chosen many different songs. My wife, Julie, has an encyclopaedic knowledge of the 80s and the lyrics thereof. She knows that. She can't remember what she did yesterday or you know, five minutes ago or <laughs> where her geese are or even where her other shoe is, but she remembers every lyric from the 80s. That's a, it's an amazing thing. And uh, she also likes a lot of terribly depressing uh, you might call it suicide music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just that a lot of the people she she likes uh, are that sort of thing and I didn't want to play any of that, but I found something among the many different things she suggested. We're going to play um, this by someone I'd never heard of. Ben Watt from 1982 and this is called Some Things Don't Matter
7: This boy Resisting from Boy, it's this way up the silver thames, but what is that? Girl, this boy, caught up in the wheels. I-
0: Ben Watt from 1982, Some Things Don't Matter. Yes, very nice. So, we are shortly going to do our regular feature on. Science! We like science, don't we? You like science, don't you? I do, yes. In fact, you probably got me into science. Cause well, you I got did...
1: you into computing when you were about seven.
0: Yeah, so this would have been 1971 again-ish, yeah, and not many people had heard of computers in those days, folks. But well,
1: this is before sort of Bill Gates had anything to do yes. with it.
0: <laughs> so you decided to... What made you want to do computers?
1: Well, I did an open university course, mm. and the, the maths course I was doing had a bit of computing in it. Mm. And I had to go um, to this <laughs> place to do my computing... Um, and in those days there were no screens or anything. It was a sort of teleprinter and you sort of you sort of put your little message in and it sort mm. of tappy tappied out on a piece of paper and the actual computer was miles away and you had to sort of phone it up with an external modem. I'll
0: come back to that in a minute after this. <laughs>
3: On 107.5 FM and online at uk In association with the Orwell Hotel, this is Felixdow Radio. Yes, yeah, so I remember when you're doing that
0: course, you had to. You had to travel to Chelmsford, didn't you, to, to actually use there, a computer? Yes, use the
1: computer, yes. And as I say, there was no screen or anything. And I took you when you were about seven, and I'd sort of taught you sort of very, very little bit of programming. And I think you typed in X plus Y equals Z and was yeah. very excited when the computer came back with the right answer. Yeah,
0: to be honest, my programming skills haven't advanced that much. I think
1: they have, yes. Your <laughs> programming skills are far better mm, than I, mine mm, now these yeah. days. Yeah,
0: okay. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, computer. And uh, I remember the, the thing we used to stick the phone into the into the That's thing. That's right.
1: It was the external modem, yeah. one of these old black phones, yeah. and you put it into this great rubber thing <laughs> and phoned up the computer, the mainframe computer, which was miles away. Yeah. Um, and of course, this was before people had computers in their homes. It was it's a very unusual. But I, I'd always been interested in it because I've always liked puzzles, mm. and to me, computing and writing a computer program is just another sort of puzzle mm. and very yes. very interesting.
0: Yes, well, you certainly got me into it. And then you got a, uh, well, you got various computers. You got a, a ZX80. Oh, yes. Which you swapped is totally for a bike. Well, to that you. Do I
1: remember <laughs> what we used to put programs, you only got a 32K memory. Oh. <laughs> you put a program in and you would run out of space before you got to the end of typing it in. That
0: <laughs> yeah. That's little white thing with, mm. with sort of blue keys. And then after that, you got a BBCB. A
1: BBCB computer. Which
0: I think was really, really good.
1: Well, it was okay. It was a good start, uh, a starter thing. And then I got a slightly bigger one. I, think mm-hmm. I
0: remember I remember programmed it to, to play a tune, but you only had to have four notes at once. Well,
1: that's right. You had to put, uh, and you, the, you know, no sort of, as I say, no screens. Uh, well, then when, when you had a screen, it was just black and white. Colour didn't come in until very much later. Mm. And then you had to program all the colours in. You couldn't sort of just press on a
0: button and you up You could and only come a have colour. three at once, couldn't you? Yes. You had to pick your three yes. colours in. And then I remember that actually, you, that's what got me into computer gaming because there was a game on there called Elite which was, uh, for, for its time was very advanced, and uh, that's what got me sort of hooked into computer games. And I'm still there! Still there. Yeah, so amazing. That was the part. Well, anyway, that was science. We, we are going to play now. Computers have come on quite a long way, and uh, uh, scientists are now experimenting, and have been for many years, with artificial intelligence. And scientists at Sony CSL Research Lab have created, so they say, the first ever songs composed by artificial intelligence. Mm. They developed something called Flow Machines, which is a system that learns different music styles from a huge database of songs. And they say in their blurb, exploiting unique combinations of style transfer, optimization, and interaction techniques, Flow Machines composes novel songs in many styles.
1: Interesting.
0: I remain... Unconvinced, I'm going to play you this song called Daddy's Car, which apparently they claim is composed in the style of the Beatles. Oh. And then uh, French composer Benoit Carré arranged and produced the songs and wrote the lyrics. But this is allegedly an artificially intelligent song. I'm failing that because I'm bored with it.
1: Well, I find it very insipid. Uh,
0: frankly, I mean, I mean, I know there's been a human involved who's arranged it, and and still it's only as good as that. And I'm, I'm disappointed. I would have thought the Artificial Intelligence would have done better than that. To be honest, no,
1: obviously not. I mean, it, it sounds sound a bit Beatles to me.
0: Well, it sounds like something Jeff Lynne might have written in his sleep and then <laughs> rejected because it wasn't <laughs> good enough. Absolutely. Um, maybe we're wrong. I mean, what do you think? great listening public did you think that was that was worth doing I mean I can see what they're trying to do but I remember a story years and years ago about um ABBA using computers early on uh to write the winner takes it all and um I don't know how they did it then obviously the technology was very different but apparently they come up with a tune by feeding lots of other tunes into it but I don't know but that obviously is much better than that so I think you know keep at it um Hal, <laughs> um, and uh, maybe Alan the robot can give him a give him a few tips. I'm sure Alan the robot could write better in that. Anyway, I don't, I don't think much of that. I haven't listened to anything else they've done, but uh, maybe I'm just being uh, got a message that that was rubbish. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. So we'll keep, try harder, please, scientists at uh, at Sony HCSL research labs, because we didn't like that very much. All right, well, let's have a classic '80s pop hit, which you may or may not have heard of. Have you heard of "Take on Me" by the band Aha?
1: I've heard of Aha.
0: Aha. Aha. This was their sort of breakthrough hit. Are they,
1: they, are they Swedish? No, Finnish. Swedish. Swedish, yes.
0: Yes. Uh, are they Swedish? Oh, I'm having a moment here. Are they Swedish or are they Norwegian?
1: They're Scandinavian of some description. They're definitely
0: Scandinavian. Um, Gosh, I can't believe I've forgotten that. Anyway, I I think that what we should do is is play this version of their song, which is by um, a well, it's sort of a chamber ensemble. Okay, so the this is um, well, it's a Brooklyn duo, and they got together with an ensemble called Ensemble Connect to play this version of "Take on Me."
4: the Radio, 107.5 FM.
3: There's much, much more.
0: And part of what there is, is the famous voice contest. Well,
3: my kids were wonderful. I mean, uh, my daughters live in France.
0: Shall I just, if I can turn the volume up a little bit on that, because let's uh, try that again.
3: Well, my kids were wonderful. I mean, uh, my daughters live in France.
4: And this one. Um, my mother went into labour, actually, while she was working for my father.
3: Both famous. Both have the same job. Well, my kids were wonderful. I mean, uh, my daughters live in France.
4: Um, my mother went into labour, actually, while she was working for my father.
3: And
0: you can see the son quite often on TV at the moment, if you look in the right places. I'm still looking puzzled. Stop mouthing things that might come out on the <laughs> on the <laughs> microphone. Okay, well, uh, this is the part of the show where I go back to all the uh, Christian music I I, tr- I was looking through when I was a Christian years and years ago, and trying to find some Christian music that wasn't bad, and found quite a few things. I also f- found this uh, band called Koinonia, which has every. Student of modern Greek knows is the word for communion in Greek, and there was this band. They basically they didn't bother writing any lyrics. They were just all these brilliant session musicians who came together and played some well, a smooth jazz really. And uh, they couldn't even think of any good names for their songs. This song is good. is called Gazoot, but uh, it, it, Gazoot by Koinonia, whatever that means. But uh, this is that. No, this is not the Steve Swain show. <laughs> no, there is some smooth jazz going on. That was Koinonia and Gazoot. Very nice. Well, we have had uh, a correct answer come in. Oh, good. And uh, If there aren't any more, that will be the winner. But uh, you have got a little while yet uh, to uh, to think about that. Let's play them again.
3: Well, my kids were wonderful. I mean, uh, my daughters live in France.
4: Um, My mother went into labour, actually, while she was working for my father.
3: Who are they?
0: Okay, well, they are them, and we are us. Let's not get confused. I'm going to play a movie theme now, and uh, I I haven't put the title on here, because you can play this as well, we'll just say, guess or remember which movie this is from. All right. This, is, this was a, a song that really stuck in my head for years and years and I came across it again and really liked it. So which movie was this from?
1: I just cannot remember the film
0: Written by Bert Bacharach Yeah,
1: it's it's Bacharach-y, I know
0: (laughs) Played by Herb Albert Oh, yes Uh, Began my love affair with Herb Albert's music And that's always stuck in my head Is the way that it goes to that that sort of uh, That suspension that's just Mm. then resolved And I've used that a lot in a lot of my music And it's always been been in my head, that song Uh, And it's uh, the theme from the original movie Casino Royale Oh, yes Well done, Richard Daly He got that the completely bonkers movie, uh, James Bond movie, which was not part of the uh, the Broccoli series of movies. Was David starting... Niven, wasn't it? it? Well, there were lots of James Bonds yes. in it. David Niven was the original James Bond, and then there was Peter Sellers was in it as mm. well. Uh, Woody Allen, um, all sorts of people were in it. Uh, who was in it? Uh, actually, Ronnie Corbett was in it. Really? And um, Anna Quayle, I think, and uh, Orson Welles. Mm. And it, it was just a huge it was a good old spoof, wasn't it? it? But it was totally, totally bonkers <laughs> Totally <laughs> bonkers uh, And I've seen lots of things on the internet Where they've they've sort of cut the, the titles From the Daniel Craig Casino Royale With that music yeah. And pretended it was a 60s <laughs> thing and the, and the other way around yes. as well So <laughs> some people have got more, more spare time Than it was to do with But uh, anyway, that was Casino Royale Very good and uh, let's move on to the Frankenstein Mix Monster mashup, which I still don't have a jingle for feature. <laughs> and uh, this week, once again, it is something I haven't done myself. I've merely searched the Intaminettes and the YouTubes and come across this one, which is Rick Astley, Avicii, and Chumbawamba uh, all put into the blender. And what comes out is this thing called Never Gonna Wake You Up.
11: Strangers to love, you know the rules, and so do I. A full commitment's what I'm thinking of. You wouldn't get this from. Never gonna give you up Never gonna let you down Never gonna run around And desert you Never gonna make you cry Never gonna say goodbye
3: Those living forms.
4: My mother went into labor actually while she was working for my father.
11: We've known each other for so long. Your heart's been aching, but don't you shy to say it? Inside, we both know what's been going on. We know the game and we're gonna play it. I just want to tell you how I'm feeling Gotta make you understand Never gonna give you up Never gonna let you down Never gonna run around and desert you Never gonna make you cry Never gonna say goodbye Never gonna tell a lie and hurt you Never gonna give you up Never gonna let you down Say never
3: gonna tell I can't hurt you. the most music.
0: I love that, I love that jingle. I've got to play it again.
3: <laughs> the most music.
0: <laughs> I wonder if they meant to do that little pop at the end. It's very <laughs> music. Okay, well, that was that. Uh, to be honest, I didn't really enjoy that very much. Um, I think I prefer the originals of all three songs in there, but there you go. In fact, I'm just feeling moody. Okay, we're going to move on to another band you may or may not have heard of Slade. Yes, I've you heard, have of them. heard of them. What songs do you know by Slade?
1: Can't remember.
0: Can't remember. Merry Christmas, everybody, possibly? Oh, yes. Yeah? Uh, come Merry on, Feel Christmas. the Noise? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Mama, we're all crazy now, mm. and so on.
1: I always get them muddled up with madness. That's my trouble. <laughs>
0: wait, well, wait, I am very wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> the, 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 don't pick this a bit. You get Slade muddled up with madness. Yes. How 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 is that possible?
1: It's very clever, isn't
0: it? <laughs> Slade, right? There are four of them. They're wearing, like, Great big flared trousers, platform heels, a big hat with a buckle mm. on, lots of hair, screaming rock, Slade, mm. Madness, there's seven of them, mm. they're wearing like suits and ties, they're playing saxophones and, and scar and they're hopping baggy around in baggy trousers. They, I can't mm. honestly think of, of two bands sort of more different. Richard's just fallen off his chair.
1: Oh, has he? Yeah. Well, I hope he hasn't hurt. Himself. Richard, as
0: the guardian of all things madness, <laughs> has just had some sort of attack after you. I'm sorry, <laughs> Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Richard also helpfully tells us that Aha used to be known as the Vinyl Vikings by, by Kid Jensen. Oh, that's interesting. And uh, they're Norwegian, apparently.
1: Oh, no. I knew they came Thank from you. up there yeah, somewhere.
0: So, yeah, so that was them. But I hope Richard's all right. I hope his chair's all right. Um, <laughs> Slade and Mad. No, that's if we could find a way of mashing up something by Slade and Madness. And that, that would be, be interesting. No, that would doesn't. be very interesting. Well, anyway, this is interesting. This is a song called "How Does It Feel," which I think is one of their um, well, in you know, their best songs, cleverest, well, most well put together. But one of their lesser played songs. So see what you think of this.
7: How does it feel Running around, round, round How does it feel Watching from upside down Cause many years from now There will be new sensations And new temptations How does it feel The star
0: Slade, with, how does it feel?
1: It feels jolly good.
0: You jolly like that? Mm. I like that too. Yeah, it's not, not what you immediately think of when you think of Slade. Well, obviously what you immediately think of when you think of Slade is, trousers. is baggy trousers. <laughs> which is. I'll put some, some pictures on the, on the Frogbox page to help to alleviate the confusion. You can oh, right, look at them later. You, so you can uh, <laughs> do some flashcards or something so you can tell the difference <laughs> in future between madness and Slade. Incredible. Okay, well, let's do this now. Um, You've probably never heard of the Guild. No one else has ever heard of it, either. Only me. Any person's person ever heard of the Guild. There was um, on YouTube, there was a little series on YouTube about um, a bunch of people who play a game. Uh, it's never referred to what the game is, but it's essentially it's World of Warcraft, so it's like you, you get on and you, you be a character mm-hmm. uh, and you fight battles oh. online, and you, you're in a clan, or a guild, a team, your team. And this was a a, a video series about a bunch of people who did that and how they met in real life, and it was all very funny. And uh, it was really the brainchild of a lady called Felicia Day, who's uh, who's a very good sort of comedy actress online and uh, now runs the Geek and Sundry channel on YouTube. And uh, they did some songs as well. And uh, this one is... Called Do You Want to Date My Avatar? <laughs> it's all about sort of dating online people.
7: So. Do you wanna-
0: At home you can check the frogbox page there's a picture of madness on there and a picture of slade thank you dear. so you will always know in future
1: and i enjoyed that avatar one mm. i thought that was better than the computer generated song very much
0: so yes mm. felicia day is a very talented young lady yes. and check her out uh, lots of stuff on their geek and sundry channel lots of little mini series that they're too small to go on tv yes. but it's little comedy gems oh i will
1: it's on youtube you
0: say yes mm. Geek and Sundry is the mm-hmm. channel, and that was uh, also another channel called The Guild, isn't it? Oh. Very good. Right, okay, well, uh, a, a shock horror, I've discovered who my other listener is. It's it's Trevor Collins, he's messaged me. Thank you, Trevor, um, for telling me that you're out there. I'm. I, I feel vindicated now. <laughs> We've got another listener, well done everybody. That puts us up to s- several. Good, well, I like to feel that we're all big family here. So uh, you will not be getting Christmas presents for me, by the way, I should say that now. <laughs> but uh, we'll all be on this journey together. Well, anyway, we haven't got long now. Um, I think we can say the contest is probably closed. Things have had some wrong entries, and we've had some right entries. Well, we've had... Actually, we only had one right entry. And I now have to reveal that...
3: Well, my kids were wonderful. I mean, uh, my daughters living in France.
4: Him? Um, my mother went into labour... Actually, whilst she was working for my father,
3: as
0: you guessed correctly, Mum, they are both chefs, and they're both called Michel Roux. Michel Roux Senior, Michel Roux Junior, and well done, Julie, my wife, for getting that. So, I think we must do the thing and sing the song. So, I've actually, I've actually arranged some some backing music so we can do it properly. Let's let's see it. The words are on there. Let's see if we can do this.
10: You won
7: the contest.
10: You
0: beat all the rest. You won it, dear Julie. You? Cause you are the best. Yes, you are. You won the contest. You the won the contest. You beat. You beat, you beat all the rest. Oh, one of them. You won, you won it. it. Did Julie? Oh. Cause you are, you are the best. best. Well, you won it. The contest. You
1: surely did win it.
0: You beat all the other entry.
1: You certainly did.
0: You won it.
1: You won it.
0: Dear Julie.
1: Dear Julie.
7: Cause you are you The best. Uh, Yeah.
0: (laughs) And you can take that right to the bank. (laughs) Thank you very much. The unique prize, never to be heard again. Okay, well, let's do something else now. Let us play a less well-known track by a famous band again. And uh, this time it's the band which I know you've heard of, Queen... Yes, yes, I've heard of Queen. What did they do then? What's one of their? Well, favorites? I
1: remembered it was Mercury, wasn't it? And I know their bassist is is Brian May.
0: Close, but no cigar. Their bassist is John Deacon. Who's Brian May? He's then? their guitarist. Oh, well,
1: I knew he's one of those. I knew he played one of those plinky things. Yes, he plays
0: <laughs> one of the plinky things. And he played
1: his plinky thing on the, on Buckingham Palace, didn't he? Yes, he did.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. and very famously. Um, he played the same guitar that uh, his dad gave him when he was a nipper, and in fact, I think he even built for him. So uh, yeah, that was him. Yes, Queen. So, in fact, mentioning Brian May, this song is from the um, the classic album A Night at the Races, which is the album that Bohemian Rhapsody is on. Which mm-hmm. You've probably heard of. Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. This is a, so they let uh, they let them all have a go at writing their own songs, and this is one written by Brian May, oh, that's and it's called and also sung by Brian May. This is called Thirty Nine. Oh, I like that. Brian May and uh, 39. I think I erroneously said that that was from the album A Day of the Races, and of course it should have been Night at the Opera, I've just (laughs) realised. Both albums, of course, named after famous...
1: famous uh, Marx Brothers.
0: Marx Brothers Mm. movies, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, um, what we will do now is we will play our... This is our They Might Be Giants moment. I almost left them out this this week. I've got loads of stuff we haven't played this week, but uh, I think I've established a feature here. I've established uh, they might be giant side. So I need to play They might be giant song. And this is again from the 1990 album Flood. This is another one of my favourites. Particle Man. Particle
10: Man, Particle Man, doing the things a particle can. What's he like? It's not important. Particle Man. Is he a dot or is he a spec? When he's underwater, does he get wet? Or does the water get him instead? Nobody knows. Particle Man. Triangle Man. Triangle Man. Triangle Man hates Particle Man. They have a fight. Triangle wins. Triangle Man. Of the entire universe, man. Usually kind to smaller man. Universe man. He's got a watch with a minute hand, millennium hand, energy a beyond hand. And when they beat, it's a happy land. Powerful man. Universe man. Person man. Person man. Hit on the head with a frying pan. Lives his life in a garbage can. Person man. Is he depressed or is he a man? Does he feel totally worthless? Who came up with person man? Degraded man, person man.
0: Fabulous, they might be giants. and That was jolly, wasn't it? Jolly. jolly, That's what what that was. It was jolly. (laughs) Yes, it was. Jolly good. Well, okay. Well, I think what we'll do, seeing as you're here, thank you very much, Mum, for taking the trouble to come in.
1: I've enjoyed it.
0: Um, I think we should play something that one of your choirs did.
1: Yes. That would be nice. Um,
0: So tell us about this song. Well, it's
1: No Man Is An Island, and I first heard it when we had a Canadian choir came over to the YMCA in Romford, Mm. and they sang this, and I loved it. And so we sang it with the choir, and we actually sang it when we went to Germany, and and I sang the first verse actually in German, because I felt that West Berlin at that time was like a little island in the middle of East Mm. Germany. Mm. And... We, in, you know, in the United Kingdom, we're also an island, so I thought it was very appropriate, but it's a beautiful song.
0: It was an emotional uh, Very emotional it? song, and, yes. Uh, okay, well let's play it. This, I think this is from a version from one of the Christmas concerts. This is one
1: of the Christmas concerts. I wasn't singing in this, I was conducting it.
0: I used to do these fabulous Christmas concerts every year at the Romford YMCA, was it 60, choir, si- 60 in the choir? 60 in the
1: choir, the Romford band about 28 and a full and brass orchestra. band. And an well, about 28 as well, and the, the audience was 600, and we did it over three
0: nights. Brilliant shows. Um, the recordings, alas, I have to tell you, dear listeners, are, are, have suffered slightly over the years. A sort of third-generation recording from a tape to another tape, and I've tried to clean it up as best as I can, but this is the choir of the uh, Romford Red Triangle Operatic Society, singing No Man is an Island. brilliant oh, <laughs> the couple of applause off the end colossal applause at the end of that very good no man is an island thank you well I think we've got time for one more quick one uh, tonight thank you very much for listening all three or four of you <laughs> no, come on there must have been at least six especially Trevor well done Trevor now that know you're there I won't leave you alone and we're going to finish with something from Mike Oldfield after we played that dreadful song of his the other week. We're going to play one of his um, well, much better songs. This shows off what great guitarist he was. Mike Oldfield from the 1983 album Crisis. This is Taurus Three. It we've come to the end of our journey for this evening, and we have a lot to be learnt this evening. Uh, We've learnt that Slade and Madness are two completely different (laughs) things, haven't we? We have. We're never going to forget that. And we've learnt that um, both young and old can enjoy the same music. Absolutely. Properly, I think we should all be friends. No man is an island. And in fact, perhaps we should say in these uh, these uh, very aware times that no one is an island, rather than no man, because you know we can boldly go where no man has gone before these days, can't we? Thank you very much to Joyce, my mum, for coming in. Well, thank you for asking me. Well, I hope, you, I hope we can get you out again up those steps <laughs> uh, down here in the, in the bowels of the earth as we are, but thank you very much for listening. That was us and uh, we'll see you again soon. Please don't forget, wherever you are and whatever you do... Don't drink and drive.